This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, so Zion Williamson the other night said that he loves playing in New York and that the atmosphere is amazing, and he was stressing the words just like I was. So, Scott, is Zion Williamson going to play in New York? Uh, Probably, but is it a big deal or is it no deal? For me, I don't really think it's any big deal. Different game. Oh, sorry. Well, anyway, um, I don't think it's any big deal just anyway because I love the fact that Zion has enough sense as a young guy to realize that New Orleans may be a fun place to visit at times, and you can become a basketball star in New Orleans if you're really, really good, but in New York, you can become a crossover commercial superstar, and you're not going to do that in New Orleans no matter how good you are. So, I'll be sure to tell Drew Brees that. Um, I will say that the thing with – I'm just saying, I'll tell Drew Brees, you aren't supposed to, you know, (laughs) you aren't supposed to be doing what you've done. I'll just put it that way. Listen, you can be a star anywhere if you're good enough. We we found out where OKC was because those boys could play ball. And they got out of there. As long as you can play ball, we'll find you. Why they left could be from a variety of reasons, but in order to become a star – in today's world, you don't have to have a single location, just as we don't have to be in the studio to do this show right now. Things have changed. But with all that being said, I would love to see Zion in New York. I would love it because finally, all the attention that New York gets would finally be validated with something. I'll tell you this. I think he's going to New York, okay? Now, I don't think he's going to New York like tomorrow, or I think he's going to get his rookie extension still from New Orleans, right? He ain't dumb, you know? He's got an injury history, so... And then I think there'll be some a time where he'll be like, okay, I've given this a requisite amount of time, and I feel comfortable in saying, like, it's not going to work here and move on. Kind of like AD. And he's going to be the guy that wants to go to the Knicks. Because remember, he, the Knicks in that lottery should have won, right? Like, in theory, by the numbers. And they didn't win. And everyone made a big deal, because I'll never forget, during that lottery, he was sitting there with R.J. Barrett, his teammate from Duke, and they kind of like were like, whoa, like when New Orleans won and the, and the Knicks were third or whatever. And he kind of looked like his eyes were big, like, oh, I got to be careful because there's cameras coming at me and looking at me. And uh, I just got to act cool here. Like he didn't look thrilled, I, I don't think. I mean, granted, I may be doing body language there, but I feel like he's going to be a Nick at some point in his career when he's uh, a bit more established. But that's good. The comparison's very, you know, like AD was a star basketball. And when you go to the Lakers, you become a- Scott, you, uh, you, you sound like a robot, so we're going to have to jump in here real quick. That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. Uh, all right. So we got people on hold who want to talk about this barber situation. Do you have loyalty to your barber slash stylist? I mean, you know, whether you have a stylist, you have a barber. I have a stylist. Okay. Mm-hmm. LZ, you have a stylist, I presume. Yes? I have a stylist. I have yes. two, actually. Oh, right, that's right. That's yes. how bougie you are. You, you had two. Um, and then, Greg, you have a stylist? Yes, I do. you called her a barber, but she's a stylist. Yeah, she's a stylist. Yes. 
Briones, barber or stylist? Barber. Ah, look at you keeping it going. You got to get lined up, man. Eres un hombre. Orale. So, all right. Kaplan, are you back or no? No? Okay, we'll figure this out. All right, so let's go to the phones here, and then we'll talk some Dodgers Padres here in just a moment. Let's go to Frankie and Fullerton, who's been on hold for a really long time. Now, you had a barber breakup with you, too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it was graduation weekend from college, and I was going to Vegas. So I go down to my, my barber, who just changed locations closer to me, so it was more convenient. And uh, I go, and I ask for him, and they said uh, he, he quit because he's going to become a doctor. Okay. Wow. Well, but so that's I had to I mean, go find... I mean, yeah, you break up with your dog. You wanted to be a doctor. You know what I'm saying? Like He broke up he, with him to be a doctor. He left me at my most vital time. I needed him for graduation weekend in Vegas. Wow. And he left me. Yeah. Wow. But I, so I had to go That's find That's a rough breakup, random. man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He didn't, even, he didn't even warn me. He didn't even say anything. He just got up and left and made a career change. He didn't now, play no Luther Vandross or nothing? You had no hands <laughs> up? It was coming? <laughs> no, nothing. Just Now, just now let me ask left. you this. Did you get but a good cut for your graduation or no? Uh, no, it was not good. I, I hated it. But I, oh, but after that, man. I found my, my guy. Uh, so we're good. We're good. Okay. He's <laughs> got a your guys in Fullerton? Gotta... Yeah, he's in Fullerton. Anthony. Anthony Cano. Okay. He's you should probably, probably <laughs> like get yourself therapist. a little a little private investigator to Is make he really sure, a doctor you know. or he lied to you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What Did the dude actually become a doctor yet or no? I, I, you know what? We weren't that close to I had his number or anything like that, but I, oh, I, I, I've never oh, went you, back. Wait, you didn't have his number? I I mean, yeah. oh, you didn't break up. You didn't have his number? Yeah, if up. you don't have his number, you ain't, that ain't real. Hey, that ain't real. Yeah, that ain't real. That ain't real, Frankie. <laughs> you got to have the number. Oh. Yeah. And that applies oh, for a whole other stuff, too, Frankie, just in case you operate by some different rules. <laughs> that applies to more than just a Barbara. You got to have the number to be in a relationship <laughs> with the person. All right, Frankie. Be good, bro. Thanks. All right, man. Let me go to Big Rob real quick in Inglewood. Big Rob. Big Rob. This is Big Rob Inglewood, baby. Hey, I'm feeling this conversation right here. <laughs> I had to break up with my barber, who I've been going to ever since 10th grade, and okay. I used to get my hair cut two times a week. What? And now I'm 30 tw- twice a week. You you know, baby. That's yeah, keep that line tight. I feel you. I was sick, man. I was big pip and had to keep that hairline tight. Yeah, I got you. Know you. But but hey, um, now I'm 38, okay. And every time I used to get my hair cut, I would give him like a ten dollar tip. You know what I'm saying? So w- w- one time I went in there, and me and him was talking. I said, "Hey man, maybe a time one day I, I may come through, and I may be broke. I might need you to give me a cut." So he told me, "I'm not giving you a cut. I don't cut nothing for free." You know what I'm saying? And then I bought him like five heads, five extra heads, and they came for real too. If, yes, and, and and he still treats me like this. So you know what? I had to cut that relationship off, brother. Yeah, man. I had to let him go. Yeah. You know I, I don't he blame goes, you. Hey, 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 hey. A relationship go two ways. I scratch your back, you got to scratch yep. mine. Yep. What did Aretha Franklin say? You want a do-right woman? You better be a hey, do-right hey, man. That, that, that's right. I need some respect, baby. <laughs> there you go. There you, you know go. You brought him so, five so heads? Saying, and, and, and you know what the cold thing about it? The barber I got now, my hairline, it don't be as tight. But oh, you know what? At least, at least he let me know, hey, brother, if you ever need me, I'm here. 
Okay. Man, so you he don't got, know he, what's, he, you, you he actually don't shoulder. know what's going on in the back of your neck, do you? Because <laughs> <Hey, laughs> if the front know. might be I not be know. right, you know what I mean? hey. I'm just saying. Hey. <laughs> yeah, Big, Rob. Big Rob got <laughs> flustered. Big Rob's like, I don't yeah, even Big know, Rob, man. Rob. If he yeah. can see some, some issues in the front, then don't tell oh, him what's man. going on on the neck, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, my lady, Teresa, she tell, she gives me the mirror and be like, you want? she always goes, you want to check the back? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll check. Hey, I, always- I usually say no. Hey, guys, and I, is- and, but she's like, no, 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 go ahead. No, go ahead. I never check, man. Because as soon as you start checking, that's like asking somebody, you no, cheating on me? No, no, no. That guy- just introduces a whole other conversation She's about that trust. confident, though. When they asked me, hey, George, what do you think of the haircut? I said, man, it's not, it's not like you can put it back. I mean, you already cut it. I mean, what can we do? <laughs> I like how Big Rob was breaking up with his, bar- or his, uh, his barber because one day he might be broke. And if he is, I need you to take care of me for free. On the and the dude was like, no, no, no. And he was like, but, yo, I brought you five heads. I brought you five heads of hair to cut. Nah. And he, it, and he th- broke up on theoretical. You know, this yeah. ain't like, you know, uh, you know, like the grocery store when you go to like uh, like Vons and I almost cursed and you go <laughs> and, 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 you know, they tell you like you can buy, f- you know, five Gatorades you get, you know, for the price of four. That's not how this works. You know what I mean? Like this is a personal service. <laughs> like I, I ain't mad at Big Rob for breaking up, but I ain't mad at the barber either there. All right. Yeah, I, I, I understand both sides of the relationship, which is why I stay out of it. All right, we got plenty more people that want to chime in at 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. We have a short show because uh, we got Lakers uh, coming up here against Utah in a bit, so the pregame is going to start at 530. So real quick, this Dodgers-Padres, um, this would you say, look, we were talking about the rivalry stuff earlier. I'll say this, whether you believe it's a rivalry or not, LZ, at the very least you'd have to admit, you know, you had a 12-inning game that went to like midnight or past midnight, mm-hmm. Uh, in game one, you had a crazy pitcher's duel in game two and a game that teetered on the balance that basically Corey Seager threw away literally uh, in that game. Like you had three great contested matchups like it lived up to the hype for sure. Absolutely. Which is why it's called them a threat. You know, and it's not splitting hairs. Threat is recognizing that there is talent there. But rivalry is what's the differentiator because rivalry says you took your talent and you used it to take something from me. That's when it gets elevated for me. I can't speak to Merriam-Webster. I'm not going to speak to you guys' own definition. But for me, it goes from being a threat to a rivalry when you actually start beating me for things that I really want. Then it's a rivalry. Until then, it's a, you know, it's contentious. It can be tense. It could be, you know, a threat. But a rivalry is like these two squads meet up and you don't know who's going to come out and win this series. And when I say series, I'm not talking about regular season series. I'm talking about the series that matters most, postseason. I say get me to Thursday. These games were so entertaining and were so evenly contested that the fact that they're going to run it back this quickly and play four at Dodger Stadium starting Thursday is great news. Because I'm telling you right now, I have not sat on the edge of my seat for an April baseball game in ever. And so... It was a great series. It could have gone either way. The Dodgers could have easily have swept. And by the way, the Padres could have, with a couple of turns and twists, could have swept that series. Very, very evenly matched. But when we say rivalry, it may not be historically a rivalry, because I don't think it is. The Dodgers rivals the Giants. But for the Padres, it's always been the Dodgers. And while it may not be a historic rivalry, this generation, this iteration, these two teams at this particular time, and the way the Dodgers behaved, I think they behaved like it is a rivalry. 
Uh, I agree. I listen. I, I, you know, not to get too far into this again, but like Clay Kershaw out there, you know, yelling BS and uh, you know the way that Mookie—it was an incredible catch. Like, there's no question about it. But the way he reacted to that, like, I, I, I felt like that mattered. Like, that mattered to them a little bit. And, and I think that great. that part of it is important. Yeah, that that is great. And and me saying that you beat someone who's a threat doesn't negate the fact that they haven't beaten you in anything that matters in a really long time, <laughs> if ever. This, not the, this. this isn't the San Francisco Giants we're talking about. No, it's about. not. No one is nope. claiming it's that. But I do think, like, again. Because, it, I, because, because to my point, if the Padres are the rival, then what the heck is the San Francisco Giants? I mean, they are your traditional rival. They are the rival. <laughs> You're trying to add some extra adjectives to it. They're the real rival. I did. <laughs> the, Dod- yeah, the, Chod- the, Dod- the Padres are just the threat. The rival is the team that consistently has taken something from us, and that's that team up north. I don't know about this one, LZ. I think that um, if you are a Dodger player and you're playing against the Giants, you might look at them right now as division rivals. Now, maybe 8, 10, 12 years ago, you may have thought, well, these guys have won three World Series in six years. They got everything we want. They're our rival. There's a rivalry here. Whereas now, I'm not saying that the Padres have anything that the Dodgers want. In fact, the opposite. The Dodgers have everything that the Padres want. So from the Padres players organization and fan perspective the Dodgers are the rivalry but the way the Dodgers adjusted their pitching staff the way Dave Roberts to, to me his you're manager still have, you're still not negating my, my point that I said they were a threat you're no, doing all that because the team's a threat I've already acknowledged that I'm talking about rivalry man yeah I mean listen <laughs> that's different I, I listen I'm just telling you that right now this generation these two teams these two years both playing in the division, being 100 miles apart, uh, I felt like the Dodgers went out and played like we're playing like a against team our they were rival. Threatened by. Yeah, we're <laughs> like playing I said, against... like a team they were threatened by. Well, I think at this point now we're just we're just cutting hairs or what's no, the No, I phrase? think it's a semantics argument. I'm yeah, with I mean, you, Cal. No, like, cutting no, hairs. No, no, no it's, not a semantics arg- it's not a semantic argument at all. Then, LZ, I was by, very your, clear, by your definition, there's only – I was very only... clear on what the definition well, was. But, <laughs> but by that definition, there's only like, you know, what, 10 rivalries in all of sports then? There you go. Okay. Then now now if, you finally even arrived. Then, don't, if that's don't. fine, but I don't. I don't believe that. I think that's nonsense. Like, well, come on. Like, no, I no, actually no. think all the teams, the traditional teams in your division, should be your rivals. Should is totally different than what is. I think a lot of times we create rivalries in the media because we need to generate interest in a story that we've been covering for a lot of times, and we need to keep it fresh for ourselves. But I believe for fans, they don't shift around their rivalries because they're bored with the one that they have. Um, on the other hand, it's like right now I'm bored with the one I have with the Giants, but I'm excited and enthused yeah. with the one that I've got against the Padres, whereas Arizona and Colorado don't really do that much for me. Not exactly sexy. Sh- should I have created a rivalry between my stylist in Pasadena and my stylist in the South Bay? You should have because they both were fighting for something. I, I don't even remember the name of the stylist in the South <laughs> Wow, that is not a relationship, man. not a relationship at all. Man, man wow. yeah. I'm telling you. I'm like scrolling through my phone back to like te- like texts from like, like five to <laughs> four years ago and I can't even find it. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, telling I'm like, you, though, what's her name again? Damn. One thing I'll just say about this series, rivalry, not rivalry. Again, you're, fo- again you're breaking up there. Like, uh, like you sound like uh, Optimus Prime. Um, anyhow, all right, mm-hmm. coming up next, we got one more segment to go. We'll take your calls on the barbers and stylists, and if you're loyal or not loyal, give us your thoughts on Dodgers Padres. Um, and here's the deal, Lakers Jazz tonight. We'll give you the latest on that 
And it's a big week. Big week for the Lakers. We'll tell you why in just a moment. We'll be back in three minutes. But first, one last look at traffic with Kiki. What's up, Kiki? Yeah, look, let's do this uh, one more time, George. I'm going to go to a Griffith Park where we've got a crash in the carpool lane. Just happened as I was waiting to come on with you fine gentlemen. 134 eastbound right before the 5, and it looks like it's uh, Griffith Park East, Glendale West. So that's exactly where it is. Traffic, it is jamming up from Riverside Drive and Victory Boulevard. This report sponsored by the California Labor and Workforce Development Agency. Employers and employees all benefit by protecting our workplaces from the spread of COVID-19. Take time to learn how you can help create a safer, healthier workplace for everyone by visiting saferatwork.ca.gov. I'm Kiki with your Traffic 710 ESPN. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. All right, Kaplan, the floor is yours. My fit was real, so here's the deal. I'm walking out the bar. Fight's going on. Dude is down on the ground. I got some new shoes on. My fit is real. I'm not fitting to kick this dude in the face. Like, I watched that Aaron Donald video over and over again. That dude with the long dreads was just kicking that guy down on the ground in the face. I, my shoes, I, they're brand new. I'm not doing that. Is that what it means? I mean, you were close. That's not okay. bad. Although, right. you didn't have to do the, uh, the <laughs> Andy Sandberg the rap that you tried to pull there from SNL. Killer alert. You know. I mean, come on, dude. I, I rhymed a little bit, and it was freestyling. It's pretty good. <laughs> No, it wasn't good. It was freestyling, and it did rhyme. But just because you connect words doesn't make it good. <laughs> I mean, well, that's what I thought he meant. Is yeah. you know he he got that feel, you know. Yeah. So. Uh, we'll have the feel today, Greg. Who's playing for the Jazz today? Who's uh, in? Donovan Mitchell is out. Rudy okay. Gobert and Mike Conley are in. Okay, so they didn't play on Saturday, those two. What about Derek Favors? Because he's one of their best bench players. Is he playing today? Do we know that? I do not know that answer. Mm. Um, Either way, I thought it was a good win for the Lakers on Saturday. Um, First of all, a super fun game, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, LZ, here's the deal. I... The Lakers need those wins. I don't care who's on the floor. You just need to win those games. And this week is a big week for them. Dude, that was a great win for them for a variety of reasons. Number one... Um, to your point earlier, Dre played great, but he didn't just play great. He also in, like looked like a leader out there. Like he was huddling guys. He was instructing on defense. He's beginning to get comfortable, which is great news because when the other two guys come back, you know, that's one less thing they have to worry about, him being comfortable with the rest of the team. Now it's just about the three of them coalescing together. That's awesome. But the other thing, too, he hit free throws. He's 
historically has been an awful free throw shooter, which usually leads him to be off the court because you can't take a chance with him missing free throws. I think he was 7-8 and eight in that game that went into overtime. So those free throws were necessary. There was pressure in some of those moments. So if he's going to be able to hit free throws, that's only going to allow us to be able to use him longer in the court without worrying about him hurting us from, that, from the charity stripe. So I thought it was a great win because of not just the win itself, but how they won and the elements that came out of that victory. Yeah, and it's a big week coming up because you got Utah tonight, obviously. Then on the road this Thursday and Saturday at Dallas – and then, listen, you may not really think much of Orlando, but again, it's still on the road. And by the time the Lakers come back, which will be Friday, April 30th, when they take on Sacramento and they've got like three or four home games, you know, are we going to see LeBron and AD back by then? Because everything seems okay. to be trending towards I, 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 AD hustling back. I'm glad you mentioned that. Frank Vogel just said in his um, pregame uh, press conference that uh, AD is doing some good work and that he could make his return Thursday with, against Dallas. That would be excellent because yeah. this is truly the most important week of the season. Yeah. It is and they don't the have anybody to guard week. Porzingis well. Right, right. They don't. <laughs> so, you know, like, I mean, Marquise Morris could probably do it. You know, Kuzma could probably try to do it, but not well. Yeah, the best thing you can hope for is maybe he gets uncomfortable with some of the physicality from Morris and floats outside a lot more. Um, because if he decides he wants to apply himself in the blocks, there's really not much we can do. <laughs> to your point, you know, he's he's too big and too mobile uh, for basically everybody. You know, Andre Drummond can put a body on him, but if Porzingis decides he wants to shoot from three, then things get interesting, right? So maybe physicality can throw him off. But if we split with Dallas, guys, then we're okay-ish. Yeah. But if we get swept by Dallas, no, no. It's, no. Uh, it's not good. That yeah. would be bad, for George, sure. George, back to your point, though, about, you know, this kind of a win – and listen, when, when we started talking about how long AD and LeBron were going to be out together, there was a time where we looked at the team and went, over the next 15 games, what do you think they're going to win? And there was a chance. It was like, well, this doesn't look very good, especially on the road against quality opponents. They've done a great job of, of just staying alive, waiting. And I thought Drummond, with his best offensive performance, was really impressive on Saturday. And... Um, LZ, I like what you're calling this. I like that you're building it up this way, that this is the biggest week of the year. I would have thought, at least for me, the biggest week was going to be when LeBron and AD were both back on the floor and prepping themselves for the playoffs. But I see what you're saying here with the two games at Dallas. Yeah, if they get in a situation where we're looking at play-in possibilities, that's just something you don't want. <laughs> you know, especially considering whoever gets in the play-in game is going to have to play longer, and we're talking about our two guys coming off of injuries. Let's go to the phones here. Mauricio is in Van Nuys. He wants to talk barbers. What's up, Mauricio? What's up? What's up, everybody? So I want to say real quick that it's a, it's a loyalty thing. So I think uh, if your barber shows you loyalty and he moves spots, for the most part, you move you move with him now. Yeah, an hour is kind of exaggeration, but I know barbers that go for their clients more than an hour to go do house calls. So, you know, that works out, too. And, and my, bar, my brother's a barber, so I see it firsthand as well. Uh, shout out to New Life Barber Lounge and shout out to the current podcast. Thank you, guys. Shout right. out to you, Peace brother. Out. Right on. L let me sneak in Ernest in Santa Monica, who drives allegedly from Inglewood to where? To, uh, I drove from Inglewood to um, uh, Altadena. What? What are you picking up, milk? That is far <laughs> as hell. Hey, look at here. The hair doctor, you go that far, that's where you got to go. First, I started off because I lived in Pasadena. But when I moved, 
Uh, I wasn't going to leave him. That guy, when you get a guy that can cut your hair real good and get your line just right, now, mind you, I was a young man then. I wouldn't do that now, but back then, shoot, yeah, I'd do that. <laughs> I'd do that. I'd How do long that. is that drive? How long is that drive? <sighs> well, man, that was back where the traffic wasn't as bad as what it is now. So, But it was probably about a good hour. To, well, I would do it on my off day, so I was doing it like in the midday. Okay, it yeah, yeah. but it would still take you an hour from Inglewood oh, to Altadena. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, but, you, you yeah, so, that yeah. hair was right though. That hair right, was but, right though. So how, how are you? How are you going? Like, were you gonna? Were you jumping on like the four hundred five to like you know w- to, how, the to the one ten and then the one ten to like the to to like the two or the or the two ten? No, I'll take the that one ten. You know where it takes you through that little squirrely little route into Pasadena. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. On the south in South Pass, yeah. Go through there. That was the way I was going. Okay. Look, man, I would do anything for to go to my barber because my barber, like I said, he cut my hair just right. He did. I mean, like the line was just immaculate. I mean, just you got to do what you got to do, man, for your barber. Okay. Fair enough. You know, I mean, and 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 money. You know, at that time I was single, no kids, man. I used to pay him for the month. Man, that's a long you need drive. To look right, 405 to the 110. Like, that's good. Dude, with a smile, man. Hey, I just want to say, man, I love you guys' show. Uh, Thanks, brother. Kaplan, you make me laugh, dude. I don't know what's up with you, but you funny, dude. You funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Much love. All right, brother. Ernest. Be good. All right, we're done here. We got the uh, pregame show, Lakers Jazz. Uh, tonight, AD should be back this week, which should be great. We'll get into more of that tomorrow. We got a full show. LZ, excellent work as always. You too, brother. Cap, By the way, LaMelo yeah. Ball is able to come back and play. Mark Spears just tweeted it out. Yeah, seven to ten days it could be. Sweet! Could be. That'd be great, too, for them. Uh, Cap, excellent work as always. So much love to everybody out there listening. Appreciate it. Greg and Jorge, great job. Uh, the pregame show with Sliwa and Michael is up next. Talk to you tomorrow. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this, too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.